0: I appreciate what you. This is my bar mitzvah. <laughs> I think we might be a little. This could be, this could be our bar mitzvah episode. <laughs>
1: I would say, Jay, I want to say, uh, you are not, quote unquote. I don't know how they say it in uh, the Jewish rule, but you're not officially ordained. As a rabbi, but inside the
0: Israel has ordained you as our official rabbi. Well, you know, at a bar mitzvah, a boy becomes a man, right? So I may not be a rabbi, but at least now I've all grown up. I've all grown up. <laughs> Awesome, no, awesome. I'm know right. I'm, I'm, I'm a simple Jew and uh, happy to say that way Wow
1: Jay uh, I want to thank you for being here I want to say real quick I thank you to everyone who is a participator and not a spectator in giving to Hershey's for heroes Jay do you know that at this point since March of 2013 Americans have sent uh, over 12,000 over 12,000 chocolate bars to Hershey's for Heroes with notes on them to the soldiers we love you we pray for you we stand with you and I'll tell you brother I, I, I need you to go to a base with me sometime and we'll both we're going to get that done uh, the the morale boost and sugar boost and sugar boost That some of them tell me when I give them two because I always give each soldier two and they'll like give me back one and say they'll hold their midsection and they're like ah, I can't I can't have more than two and I tell them give it to another soldier but uh, America, I want to say thank you. Uh, Jay, I'm going to tell you, it is a miracle, another miracle. Because, uh, you know, I've been telling Iris Perreault, my executive administrator, she's fantastic, fantastic. Uh, she's getting ready to take a trip overseas for the holidays. And uh, uh, she works a full-time job for the government and works full-time for, for Insight Digital Israel Hershey for uh, I can't say, I'll tell you, uh, how much of a blessing Iris has been to this work. But I, I would told Iris for like over a year I said, Iris, my goal is a thousand chocolate bars a month A thousand a month Because there's a lot of soldiers And there's a lot of places to go in this country And uh, we were talking last night And she said, Michael, you reached it You've reached that thousand chocolate bars a month And uh, wow, I can't even imagine Can you imagine? Radio pound <laughs> I can't even wrap my mind around a thousand chocolate bars a month, man. I never dreamed it could happen. A thousand kosher chocolate bars. Exactly. At That's it. That's thank, it. Thank you for koshering <laughs> up. That's nice. But at the same time, at first Hershey found out. But I was using their name in the Jewish state, they would shut me down like within a few hours of receiving a letter from their attorneys. <laughs> nah. Copyright infringement.
0: Nah.
1: Yeah, they would. Nah. And Israel is too controversial for most openly uh, for, a, for a lot of businesses this day and age in which we live. But uh, I want to say thank you to Americans. You can't even imagine, you cannot wrap your mind around unless you come. And I actually have have been blessed to have Americans that I've never met coming to Israel and send me an email and say, hey, I'll be there in a few months. What can you arrange for me? And uh, we'll take him to a base. Iris and I'll drive them around the country. We had one lady, uh, Marion Elizabeth Hill, who got over a thousand chocolate bars last year. By the way,
0: just for your listeners to remind them, it's not it's not a thousand chocolate bars. It's it's a thousand blessings wrapped around those chocolate bars. That's the key, right? Because it's, it's not it's not about that sugar rush. It's not about the carbohydrates. It's, it's 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 the blessing. It's it's the personalization that you, the listeners, put on those bars, send over here, and that means everything to soldiers. The, 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 the chocolate's nice, but the chocolate is the wrapper. Amen. Okay. The wrapper wow. for the blessing. Wow! 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 That's, that's, that's twelve thousand blessings, my friend.
1: Jay, I'm going to tell you, brother, you always got.
0: That's why I'm your rabbi, non-rabbi.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so we took Mary and Elizabeth Hill up to the Golan Heights, put her on top of a tank for her fiftieth birthday. Can you imagine that? Yeah, she's been coming here for years, and we were able to give her a grassroots experience. It's one thing, America, to come here and see the the, the, the ancient ruins and, and learn the history, and that's very important in itself. But you must see modern-day Israel. You must come in touch, uh, come into contact with your everyday Israeli Jew that fights for freedom, minute by minute, hour by hour. You must come in contact with those parents Who send their children off to defend the country When they turn 18 Those are the voices That are so important for you to lend an ear to So the the ancient ruins are are one thing But it's another to come and see the grassroots Of the greatness of this country And uh, I'm blessed to be able to show folks we have got two more Americans coming here in the next couple months And uh, it's going to be an awesome, awesome time Now moving forward uh jay listen you and i have got some great things coming up uh in the future and i'm i'm, I'm glad that uh, we can work together because you do a lot of work uh for new o new immigrants and i'll tell you brother i respect what you do because uh, to show them on a personal level, the greatness of this country after 2,000 years of no homeland. Uh, when I see what you're doing myself, uh, I can't. Uh, as someone who's not Jewish, I can't say it's so fantastic. Talk to us a little bit, remind it's, us. You know,
0: what it's, you it's, it's, it's not. It's not. It's not fantastic. Fantastic is too. You can't put words to it. It's it's biblical prophecy living today. Wow. Right. It's it's, it's the, the the phrase in the Torah is Kibbutz Galuyot, in gathering of the exiles. The Romans kicked out my great-great-grandparents, uh, you know, a few generations ago, and I'm just coming home. And and I didn't say it's happening. The, the, the Bible did, you know, the prophets did. That was the word of God, you know, written down thousands of years ago before we even can imagine being dispersed to the four corners of the world. The four, you know, the, the four corners of the world. We didn't know what that was thousands of years ago. We know today, right? And we, it really has happened. There's Jews here from China, literally, and Peru, literally, all together. And so, yeah, you know, a lot of what I do is is work with these new young Olim, young, young Jewish immigrants from really around the world to build community and give them platforms of, of leadership to be modern day pioneers, contributing to building up and elevating this country to become. The nation we need it to be, that we know we know it will be. And uh, just an honor to you know to be involved in that in that in that magical time in, in Jewish history. That we're 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 beyond a lot of the troubles, thank God. You know we're beyond a lot of the heartaches. We're beyond the wandering. And just feels good to be home. Right. Although now's a really worth time to be home. The last few days we've had this mega, once once a decade sandstorm over Israel. That uh, coming from Syria. Coming from Syria. Uh, is that, so no, no, no Iranian conspiracy here. This is just this is, this or is Russian just, Russian conspiracy. Right. This might is be just, the tanks rolling in. Yeah. This is just good good old fashioned mama mama nature making making a really a really unique dome over the country. It's amazing. But uh, it, it, it 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 happens to be amazing. You really can't. See across the street. That
1: was at at Ben Gurion Airport, doing a commercial for the uh, what you would call the Department of Agriculture for for, uh, the Israeli government. It was amazing, and you can literally, you can barely see the the planes as they take off from Ben Gurion. Yeah, a lot of planes were grounded. Wow, amazing, amazing. So, talking about the greatness of the country, Jay, let me ask you. we got some holidays coming up, and we're going to discuss that. But I, I want to talk a little bit about uh, what you see what, as the world... Looks right now, there's a lot of deception going on about what's this huge influx of uh, what the world calls uh, refugees, uh,
0: immigrants, which are actually illegal migrants. 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 I think is the, you know, there's a word in Hebrew called parve. You know, when something when something is kosher, it's not meat, it's not milk. You can't mix those. It's in the middle. It's like an egg. It's parve. Migrant. You don't, you, don't want, you don't say anyone with the word migrant.
1: Right. Yeah. And in actuality, ladies and gentlemen, what we're seeing is, and do not listen to the media. Do not listen to the media. These are Muslims from all over the Middle East, not just Syria. All over the Middle East. In fact, CNN actually played. They were in Hungary. And they had all these... It's called Hungary. Hungary. They were in Hungary. With Hungarians trying to defend their country, putting up a wall. J.
0: By the way, that wall is going to be built by the same company that built Israel's wall between Israel and Sinai, keeping out keeping out the uh, the migrants coming in from the Sinai Desert from Maybe Africa. The they're not. No, they're a lot of non-Muslims. But either way, it doesn't matter. It's much matter an Islamic they're. invasion. Huh? I, mean, I don't think I ever. Tra- anyway. Anyway. Um, Regardless of who's coming, the uh, the influx of, of f- foreign non nationals, um, yeah. So the same company they're building a wall, in Hungary, and I just heard recently France is now looking into also building a wall and looking into so that you know, amazing this Israeli technology that we that, that we built to defend ourselves against against this in, you know outside, these outside they... migrants, you know your words is is really becoming this is amazing blessing in a way, right? Because it's bringing all this amazing you know all this income for the country because now our technology is needed by the world. And what's funny is they would never acknowledge
1: it publicly. I, I would, uh, for I sure would venture to say. For, sure not. Yeah, for yeah. sure not. So it's amazing, folks, because you are seeing, uh, without a shot fired, you're seeing an Islamic invasion into Europe
0: and watching uh, videos that are being done. First of all, that invasion happened a long time ago. Right. And, and, the, and the bigger invasion, the problem was the legal one, not the illegal one, right? That was a much bigger problem. You know, this, this illegal immigration now is, is a hiccup relative to the tidal wave that they chose to bring upon themselves. Right, right. So I think that's the bigger picture, but nonetheless. Nonetheless, so... We,
1: uh, we see this influx uh, of Muslims coming in, and, and they're finding out that ISIS is uh, mixed among these folks. And what's amazing to watch in the media, Jay, because when you see things here, when a, when, a, when, a, when a Jewish kid dies here, nobody says anything. We hear this said time again, if you don't pay attention to the media, it's said time and again that when a Jewish kid dies in Israel at the hands of a Muslim, Nobody says anything. But as in Turkey, when a Muslim kid washes up on the shores of Turkey from the Mediterranean, uh, the world, uh, actually a Turkish soldier, was actually holding the body. The deception was, was that the family wasn't fleeing Syria. This was Syria. The deception was, was where the father was just wanting to get to Europe to have dental work done. That's the story
0: behind the whole thing. You no, know, it's, it's a lot. Of also, hypocrisy. The EU has been giving Israel a lot, a lot, of, a lot of flack for you know our dealing of our migrant problem, and now these countries, the Western countries, France, are building walls. It's amazing. And uh, you know, it's it's they need to look in the mirror a long time ago.
1: Now, are you in touch with? Uh, and I, I would venture to say that you are. Uh, with 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 anyone in Europe, like head rabbis or anything, that, that have personally discussed what is happening there, and and. Uh what is the necessity do, do and I know a lot of the French Jews are coming home
0: they almost don't have any choice uh, a, a lot of them are unfortunately not most you know unfortunately actually a lot of the wealthier more comfortable ones are actually moving to Miami and not Israel it's problematic it's, it's, listen, this is a problem with a lot of Jewish diaspora most of the Jewish diaspora it's this comfortably numb problem is they think you know, if I'm not, if I don't feel comfortable in France, I feel comfortable in America, and it's not—it's not true. You know, there—it's—it's wow. it's the ignorance, it's the lack of serious identity for who and what they are, and they think—and a lot of Jews have made this mistake over the generations. They think they can be safe somewhere else. Absolutely, and it's—it's yeah. a—it is a deception.
1: Yeah. You know, Jay, I just read an article where European Jews. Uh, I was shocked, not shocked, but I don't know how to put it, because it, it never surprises me, but it does shock me, that uh, in this article it talked about how uh, the European Jews, there was a, a poll taken, and they are against Zionism. They say it, it's racism
0: that brings a bad name. Well, listen, I, I don't know that you can blankly say European Jews are, but there's definitely a movement against it. I mean, I, I just read an article that in, in Chicago, a, a new synagogue... Was just founded that labels themselves as specifically non Zionist. Wow. A Jewish synagogue is non Zionist. There's a movement now, um, you know, I don't know if I just read today, uh, I forgot the name, but there's a very anti Semitic, anti Israel new, new head of the Labour Party in the UK. And that Labour Party uh, head. Who's been very problematic, and Jews are very worried. Now has supporters, meaning that the established Jewish communities against them, but has a new supporters in a group called Jews for Jeremy. I think his name is Jeremy, and these are the most radical socialist, communist, liberal, anti-Israel Jews in Europe. Uh, it's just, it's just, it's a very disturbing trend. And unfortunately, in places, a lot of places in Europe and America. Thankfully, not most, but a worrying, especially young people, especially on campuses. Yeah. It's a growing movement, yeah. and uh, you know, it's not that they're it's it's not that they're anti-Israel as much as they're just ignorant. You know, a lot of it is ignorance. Right. And uh, it's a shame because when, when they're at that adult stage, even if it's a young adult stage, it's almost too late. Meaning right. the formative years of Jewish identity, their parents should have done something well different when they were younger. So sad, man. Yeah. You're Big sad. problem. Big
1: problem. Let me, let me ask you something. Just for the listeners, you know, uh, Zionism is seen... Uh, as, and this is my perspective Since I've been here You know uh, As seen as almost having two definitions You have a biblical definition of Zionism And then you have What some would term as a
0: secular Definition Well You know it's interesting There there really are in my estimation No secular Zionists There may be Zionists that choose to not believe in God and not follow the Torah. Right. But to say any type of Zionism is fully secular is ignoring the wider scope that they were, you know, these people that remembered the word Zion to begin with, which is from the Bible, and remember the word Jerusalem, which is from the Bible, because their great grandparents were super religious, God, Bible-believing folks that taught their children. Yeah. And maybe they lost the religiosity or the theology. But um, that's it's, a better word. I like it's the It's clearly, you know, it's 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 like Zionism without the religion. It's like cutting down a tree and removing it from its roots. The tree's there; it's just dead. Right. But it's still a tree, and it's still there because of the roots existing. Wow, that's. Uh, and, and so there is no pure secular Zionism. It's not possible inherently. Right. Um, now, can I let yeah. me let me say
1: this? I actually CBN. Christian Broadcasting Network actually did an amazing documentary on the history of uh, Israel and Zionism. And uh, one thing I never knew is, I actually—if you you've probably never seen it, I would imagine—but I'll send you the link to it. It's amazing, Jay. It is amazing. I sat there and was working one night and watched this whole entire. It's in different segments. But one thing I never knew about Theodore Herzl Because I just actually did Interviews with the uh, With the the Jewish National Fund With one of the representatives there at the museum Amazing, actually it's on YouTube If you should look for it on YouTube About the Jewish National Fund What an amazing Amazing history there Because uh, Theodore Herzl was not the one who founded it But he started collecting money For it And he was actually baptized as a Catholic and lived in Vienna, Austria, if I'm not mistaken. And after he started collecting money and seeing the results of Jews giving money for the Jewish National Fund, he he celebrated Christmas, which Christmas is a pagan holiday, let me say, and uh, started by the Catholic Church. who changed the calendar from Hebrew to Gregorian, which is another topic. Uh, but uh, he actually started to celebrate Hanukkah. Hanukkah. But uh, amazing. No, that's not how you pronounce
0: it. You're from West Virginia. I'll give you a pass. <laughs> I
1: appreciate the compassion, brother. Go ahead. Say,
0: could you pronounce it correctly for the Goy It's 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 just Hanukkah. <laughs> a Hanukkia, though, is 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 what we like Also known by many as a menorah. Right. right. Is, is the candelabra we light on the holidays it's called the Hanukkah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's good.
1: So, you know, it's amazing how God can move in the heart of a man, even when he doesn't even know it. But God was bringing Hurtzel closer and closer back to his roots.
0: Uh Listen, um, you know, the, the rabbis talk about, you know, biblical prophecy has to happen. Absolutely. At least the good. We actually have a, the, the Jewish tradition is, any prophecies that are for the good have to happen. Any negative prophecies can be averted through repentance and Absolutely. so Absolutely. Absolutely. So if the good has to happen, if kibbutz galiot, in gathering of exiles, has to happen, if the religious world, if the Torah world, if the rabbis, if they weren't the ones that can going to stand up and make it happen then it's going to default to maybe the less worthy, and that would be the secular, as you said, even converted to, to Catholicism Jew. It's got to happen somehow. Right. Good has to happen regardless. Would
1: you say they were less worthy, though?
0: No, I mean, it's hard to tell. I'm certainly no one to judge what's in someone's heart, what right. what's in someone's soul. Um, but at least externally, in, in uh, I'll use the, the German word gestalt, sense... You would think it would be the traditional observant Torah rabbinical world, right. that would make these things happen. And by the way, you should know, 100 years before Herzl, the biggest rabbis of Europe had a movement to come home. They sent their students home. Yeah. Um, it just kind of petered out and it didn't start a movement. What, what, what Herzl was amazing, was amazing at doing is he, he, more than anything, he was a great politician and a great mover. And uh, he made the movement and it got people excited. Although, even at that time, uh, early Zionism was a fringe movement. You know, the majority of Jews didn't move to Israel And we see the majority of the ones in Europe Died in the Holocaust Because they didn't didn't listen to him You know, and they didn't listen to him And everyone else, you know, with him, unfortunately But uh, we're getting off topic no,
1: no, actually, no, this is good, because I think it's important, which which is, look, all this leads us back to uh, what we're going to talk about in, uh, uh, in the show, uh, our main focus, which is the Jewish holidays
0: coming up. Big ones, big ones. Big ones. We got them all year long, but these are some big ones. Yeah. Right,
1: right. And uh, it's very important. Listen, I don't believe, and I'll tell you, Jay, in three years that I've been here, man, this country and the people have changed my life. have turned me inside out, upside down, and uh, to see, especially with uh, holidays like uh, Rosh Hashanah coming up in Yom Kippur, amazing to be uh, between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, to be down at the Kotel, the Western Wall, uh, to listen to the uh, to the prayers
0: of repentance to God. In unison. Yeah, we, you know, the 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 holiday Rosh Hashanah, which means head of the head of the year. It's our new year. You no, know, actually, by the way, side side point, the Jews actually have four different New Years. We have four different New Years commemorating different newnesses. We have a New Year for the trees, for instance. A new Year for creation. This is. In fact, the Jewish calendar doesn't start now You would think that this would be our January 1st Is our new year, but for us it isn't Right But uh, anyway, that's another side point But a month before Rosh Hashanah We begin what's called Slichot Um which is these a month long, a month long repentance, where you know a lot of Jews sometimes starting at midnight uh, begin these amazing prayers, sometimes with music, guitars, etc., um, going through a lot of a lot of the a uh, lot of the psalms and prayers of repentance to really prepare our souls for for what, what's what's going to happen on the uh, on what we call the high holidays colloquially. Yeah, you
1: know, Jay, it's interesting the influence of the Jewish people, and I think we talked about this. Last year, I remember we were doing a radio show last year. But did you know that the fiscal year of the United States government ends on Rosh Hashanah? be all tax All right. And the fiscal year for every for the taxpayer ends in January. And uh,
0: we got a little pause there, Jay. Getting
1: back on topic.
0: Rosh Hashanah, man. Yeah, So Rosh Hashanah is is part of the time of year that we call, in Hebrew, it's good that I use Hebrew sometimes, right? People hear these phrases. I I translate. It's good. So it's called the Yomim Noraim. The uh, literal translation is the Days of Awe. The Awesome days, actually yeah. Absolutely yeah, The awesome days it, it, We, you know, colloquially in English We call them the high holidays And it's, it's the time of year of repentance It's, it's the new year in many ways um, But as we said, we have many new years The Jews have a new year for the trees That we celebrate uh, tub, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, you know, people ask And by the way, most Jews I can promise you don't know this
1: <laughs>
0: What does it commemorate? Is it commemorate the creation of the world? commemorate the creation of Adam Moses Mount Sinai what is it so actually the Jewish New Year is actually the New Year for for all of humanity very specifically Mm. why because it actually commemorates not the first day of creation not in the beginning or Bereshit not Genesis it commemorates the sixth day it's the anniversary of the sixth day not completion it commemorates the, the creation of the soul of mankind when God, when God blew the soul of Adam in, in, into Adam, the, the creation of the soul. And, it, and, and by the way, you, you know one of the main symbols um, of Rosh Hashanah is the shofar, is, is the ram's horn that we blow in synagogue. Um, and that is in commemoration of that blowing, the spiritual blowing of God, of that, of that soul into Adam. Wow. Um, And so, you know, the Jews believe Adam wasn't the first Jew. That was Abraham. Adam was the first man. And that's all of us. And so in many ways, actually, Rosh Hashanah is the actual New Year for everyone. And it's the most universal of Jewish holidays, even though the world really doesn't know it. I promise you, most Jews don't know it. But actually, in our Rosh Hashanah uh, prayer service, we actually talk about this. We actually talk about, because, you know, our also, you know, our temple, our holy temple, first built by Solomon um, in Jerusalem. Wasn't it? Wasn't a temple just for the Jews? It was a temple for everyone, and actually, non-Jews were allowed to come do sacrifices as well. And specifically, this time of year was known for for non-Jews also coming and giving sacrifices to God at the temple wow. because it's universal. And so, when we think about repentance, you know, in many ways, such a powerful word. It's powerful, but it's you know, people see it. I think in America specifically, New Year's, New Year's Eve, is is this big. Oh, I'm gonna give up smoking. I'm gonna New Year's resolutions. I'm gonna, I'm gonna now lose work way. out. I'm yeah. not gonna lose weight. But that's it's it's so hollow, right? People it go, they'll, they'll get a gym membership, they'll use it for a couple weeks and they never use it. But that's why the Jews, for our New Year, we don't do that. We don't start on Rosh Hashanah. We start a month earlier. We start preparing ourselves. We make it real. We start making real change and praying for change. Because saying I'm going to do it isn't enough. You right. really need to ask God for it. Because we can't do anything alone. Yeah, absolutely. And we spend a month before we even really start praying for it, preparing to pray for it. Um, and, and I think it's much more real that way. Um, you know, the Jews are very uh, plastic, plastic in the in, in the in the scientific sense, meaning. There, in 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 science, there's three kinds of uh, elasticity. There's a fully elastic, like a rubber band. You pull it, it snaps sma- snaps back to, to shape. There's non-elastic, like clay. You can you can you can roll it long and it stays the way it is. And there's a thing called plastic, like um like often a a spring. You 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 can you can stretch a spring out like a slinky, and it re- and it really won't go back to its same shape. It'll wow. go somewhere in the middle. Right. But that's a human being. Is that everything we do is plastic for us to really make a change you have to go extreme extreme and then you know you can change halfway wow you know and, and i think that that's and, and with the, to, the, we're going to hold re- that and come
1: back we're going to hold that and come back we'll be right back this is michael gano with insight to israel every day the israeli defense force finds itself on the front line of the war with the militant arm of islam surrounded by enemies from within and without they fight for the only jewish state Military service is mandatory, ladies serving two years and men serving three right out of high school. While young people in other democracies are busy traveling or attending university, Israeli men and women gear up for basic training. In a world of heads of state, politicians, ambassadors, diplomats, and a leftist media, many times our voice at the grassroots level is drowned out This is AmericasWebRadio.com, the best in chat radio designed just for you. We were talking about, and we're back, this is Michael Gnoe with Inside Israel Hershey's for Heroes. Wow, Jay,
0: we're talking about that spring, that spring, that spring that's the new year for everyone. You know, by the way, what are we entering? You know, we're starting to enter that time, you know, we're, we're beginning now as summer's starting to end, we're, we're, we're entering that, that that kind of phase. It's exciting, spiritually, you know? Um, and, you know, it's hard to comprehend because, you know, I think, especially in America, maybe Europe's the same, but New Year's is such a fake time. Right. It's so false. It's so artificial. It's not the new, it's really not a new anything. It's a new thing on the calendar. Right. But so what? We continue on as human beings doing what we always do, doing what we always do, and instead and speak, of letting God change our life. Instead of letting God do it, and, and and the real new is always going to be the spiritual, and commemorating the ultimate the ultimate spiritual creation of humanity. Because by the way, that's what was unique about Adam. You know, there's a Jewish tradition that says when Adam was created, there were other people walking around. You know, they had eyes, they they had noses, they kind of looked like us. They maybe weren't very smart, but they didn't have a soul. The unique creation of Adam wasn't a guy that looked like us. It was the guy that that, that had free will and morality like us. Right. That was the uniqueness. And that's that's the only thing that makes us different from the animals. It's not our flesh that makes us different from the animals. It isn't. It's not even how smart we are. Because we're not all that smart. No. You know? (laughs) (laughs) By the way, I, I think, I, think I, made, I, 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 met, I met a few uh, two border collies in my day that were smarter than some of the people I knew. Right. It's not, wow. it's not about intelligence. It's about the spirit. It's about the free will. It's, it's our capacity to fight our physicality and choose good despite our physical needs. And that's what we're celebrating, and it's that we're really, you know, in this time of year, of real reflection, real, real resolution, real repentance, is saying how can spiritually we fight and and become and become better people, not just for the Jews, right, all of humanity, absolutely, absolutely. You know, it's amazing, Jay, because
1: in ourselves there is no good since the fall of our first parents, but it's when we let God's word. And our time with God. This is why. This is why you have all of the prayers. Well, good's what we do, not who
0: we are, right? Right. Wow. A, you, you know, a rock just sits there. It's not good. It's not bad. Right. It's just sitting there. We, if, if we're just hanging around, we're not good. We're not bad. We're we're, we're just an inanimate object. We're only good by exercising free will. When you exercise free will, that's doing. That's proactive. Maybe it's proactive with 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 using your mouth, right? Maybe it's maybe it's writing. Maybe it's actually going out in the field and doing. But, it's, but good always equals action. Amen. Wow, that's powerful. Because you know, a lot of times, even in Christianity... By the way, it doesn't mean action equals good. Just putting it out there. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you
1: know, and, and I, I see this very prominently in Christianity today. And, and we even see it at times, uh, especially if I can reflect back on pre-World War II some of the rabbis were saying it's time to go, we have to go and some of them were saying we're waiting on God And I think a lot of times, looking at Christianity today even, people say, we must pray, and that's very important. At the same time, it creates an excuse to be inactive. When we see the need in front of us to not meet the
0: need, I think a lot of times it's an excuse. Yeah, it's, you know, remember, God gave you hands and feet. Right. Wow. (laughs) He gave you the arms and legs. If you're not using them, you're not fulfilling the will of God. At, at no point in, in anywhere in the Bible Alright that's, that's too harsh of a statement It'll take a while to think about But let me say Overwhelmingly It's clear In the Bible That an overwhelming majority of the times Good only happens Salvation only happens By doing And praying All Right Pray and do Do and pray Do and both side, they're not, That's not a zero sum game It's not either or It never is But if, if they're not hand in hand You've missed the boat. Amen. Wow! Wow, it's powerful. Okay, so after Rosh Hashanah, we have after Rosh Hashanah. There's ten days, and then we have Yom Kippur. Wow. Yom Kippur is 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 is, is the real. Day of repentance, yeah, yeah. where you know, if, if Rosh Hashanah is the day of universal uh, mankind, is the New Year for mankind, it's it's, it's understanding, you know, where we as as, a, as as human beings, Yom Kippur is the day of personal one-on-one man-God relationship, man-man-God uh, resolution and repentance. It's very much more personal. It's much more solemn. It's a day we fast. Uh, we have a, about, pretty much a 25-hour fast. We only have two of those in the and year. And I
1: actually fast on that day. I honor it because I respect and honor what God has given the Jewish people.
0: It's amazing. It's, a, it's, a, it's, it's amazing. No, it's, it's, it's incredible that, you know, one of the blessings of being a Jew is, you know, we don't we, we don't think we need a middleman. God tells us there's no middleman between me and you. I'm your father and your king, but your father first. You right. come directly to me, right. and uh, and that's what we get to do. We can do it every single day, by the way. But there's a, there's an extra level of the book of life and death is open, and we really have that personal t- day of repentance um, where we're like angels all day. You know, we, you know, we wear white. We don't wear leather. Um, we 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 don't eat, and, and in many ways, that's like an angel. And actually, most of the day, we're actually standing in the synagogue. Going through the prayers and a lot of silent meditation uh, about about repentance—it's it's, it's powerful. It's, it's, it's not easy, you know. Looking at looking at yourself in the mirror is not always easy. Right. Especially when you're looking through you <laughs> inside—it's right. really not easy. But that's uh, that's healthy. You know, it's, and, it's, and it's something a lot of us really don't take stock in. No, we don't think we, we don't. And by the way, you know, back back to the real difference between what it means the Jewish New Year versus the I guess Gentile New Year of January 1st. We actually start Yom Kippur with a very famous prayer. The first prayer of Yom Kippur that starts that evening—you know, the the Jewish day actually starts at sundown, um, not not on sunrise. It's a prayer called uh, Kol Nidre. Uh, uh, It means the translation of Kol Nidre is all of the. Think of the word in English, Well, I've been living in Israel too long. I forget (laughs) my English. Uh, All of our, um, all of our promises. And we're actually asking, we're praying to nullify all of our promises. Meaning, think about how many times in the year you say, God, I promise I'll do this, if only this. We bargain with God. We bargain with God. We, we make promises to other people You know that we don't keep. We make promises to God we don't keep. And those things are so, you know, our words are everything. You know, words, God. There's power and power. There's the power of life and death. God created the world in six days. And how did he do it? With word. God said, let there be. And it was. Now, God God is infinite, powerful. He could have created the world any way he chose. But he chose words to teach us, to teach us. And God did it that way because everything's moral in the Bible. It's a moral lesson for us to know words are that powerful, words are that meaningful. And when we make these commitments, we make these verbal commitments throughout the year... Wow! If we don't keep them up, and this is the time of year where God's opening the book of life and death, we're apologizing and asking to nullify all of those as we go forward because we didn't necessarily keep them. What an intensely, what an intensely brilliant, meaningful, deep understanding of what real repentance is—cleaning, really making that slate clean, so we can move forward in full strength and power. And so that's Colny Dre prayer, asking to nullify. All, all, all promises is is what it says. And by the way, side little little anecdote, because here we're on radio. I believe I believe the first ever talking uh, movie with sound was with Al Jolson, who's Jewish. And it was his father was a cantor, was uh, someone who led prayer in synagogues, and the first recorded movie uh, snippet was him doing Kol Nidre, and yeah, you can find it on YouTube. I promise you. Wow. Yeah, it's super great, it's super cool. Anyway, it's 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 a very unique tune. It's it's a time that the most secular of Jews, if they never come to synagogue a year, they're showing up that, for this. Yeah. Where every every seat is packed, lines out, lines at the door.
1: Jay, I've literally yeah. in this country, I went with uh, you know our buddy Yoaz. Yeah. Last year I went She's by the
0: Mother passed away Recently I just want to you know, Say you know May her soul Her neshama Have the highest Aliyah The highest Enter the highest Levels of, of uh, Shemayam of heaven And uh, may her Memory only be a blessing Amazing Amazing woman Amazing uh,
1: Y'all actually uh, we, were, we were in Nebetsedic Where he lives Here in Tel Aviv And There were Folks This is unbelievable Uh Because there were literally folks standing outside the synagogues listening to the prayers. People that, you know, I I respect folks that don't play the religious game. You know? If we could, and and let me, I want to, this was just going through my mind when I was sitting here. Folks, I wish that we could grasp, just like Jay said, how powerful our words are and how we... Uh, sometimes the things we say, you know, the Bible says that there is uh, the, the, the power of life and death in the tongue. And and to think that God used that as an example of speaking. Jay, that was so powerful, man. I'm sitting here and it's like going over in my heart that we say so many foolish things against people, you know, slanders, mocking, lying, and we don't even realize that that we can destroy the human soul
0: uh, through our words. Oh, the, the, the rabbis have a tradition, Jew- Jewish uh, called Masora, that uh, that that's why God created of all of our capacities and senses. Um, our speech has multiple covers. We have our lips. And we have our teeth wow. to block our tongue, <laughs> right? The ear, the ear, the ear, the nose, the eyes. They either have no coverings or only one. Wow! Right? The eye. You know, a lot. lot of people really worried about you know modesty. Make sure your eyes see only good. But for that, we only have the eyelids. But for the mouth, man, wow! You got the, you got the lips and the and the teeth because it's that difficult biting your tongue, holding your tongue is sometimes the highest, most difficult thing you could possibly do. And I think we all know that. I think each one of us really, really knows that. And by the way, we also have our hands. So you can, you know. Right. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's powerful. Yeah. That's amazing. Wow. Okay. So uh,
1: I'm ta- I can't, this is like, I'm taking all this in, bro. This is like uh, man, me. I, this is me. That's why I'm your uh, non-Rabbi rabbi. <laughs> <laughs> so we're standing. It's amazing. Do you know... That there's some folks, look, we all, whether you're talking about Judaism or Christianity, there's always the folks that are playing the hypocrite. (laughs) We're always going to have that in
0: everything, and I think it's important to remember each one of us has some level of that in our lives throughout the right, year. You not know, perfect. none of us, none of us, are perfect.
1: but I, I think that I, I respect that there is—you you can see that pull, that draw of God on the heart of man, even when folks come to a synagogue and stand outside, even if they're outside listening to the prayers. That is the pull of God's word on the heart of man drawing him close drawing them close to him and uh, i tell you man it was, I, I really you know when I, I look at quote unquote holidays in the United States brother nothing there's nothing that compares to, to what God has laid out and established for the Jewish people that we should look into and study and research and, and let our heart and our mind be open to according to his word
0: Amen you know it Yom Kippur, let's, 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 let's make it a little lighter for a second. In Tel Aviv specifically, throughout all over Israel. Uh, all the children really know it as the day of bicycles. You know, it's a one day of year. Israel generally isn't the most religious, strict, right. you know, conservative country. G- generally. Um, we have a lot of communities that are, in many ways, are very traditional, but, but not necessarily so strict on, on religiosity. Right. But Yom Kippur is sacrosanct. It's amazing. And... Car, the, every highway shuts down in the cities. Nice. Every street shuts down. A car is not allowed to move except for serious emergency vehicles. Right. The streets are empty. And you look like a freak show if they see you driving your car. You're gay. So the streets are full of, of, of kids riding bicycles. It's amazing. Skateboards, roller skates, but the bicycles. And literally the main thoroughfares, the main highways through the major cities, just kids just wandering around like, 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 it's, like it's nothing. It's the most beautiful, surreal, calm, sweet thing to see. You know, to see,
1: folks, you can't even, listen, if you haven't been to the Jewish state you need to take out a bank loan, and God doesn't condone debt. But I'm gonna tell you, you need to take out a bank loan and come here and spend ten thousand dollars, and it will
0: be repaid to you ten thousand fold. Well, you, you know what I love about Michael is he a lot of these like, I don't know, I, I don't know how kosher they are, but like, you know, TV evangelist preachers saying if you give me ten thousand dollars, it'll come back to you tenfold. Mikey's not even saying that. Michael, no, inside the Israel is saying, no. If, if you spend it on Israel and the Jewish people, it'll come back to you. He's like, don't give it to me. I don't want it. That's amazing, brother, man. Brother, God bless you. Are, you are the worst evangelist and the best man I know. Congratulations. I'm telling you, man, what is, how my life's been changed. I've been here three years. Folks. You're that? Michael's not asking you to, to fund his private jet. <laughs> He's saying spend it on yourself to come visit Israel. All right. I love Michael. I'm happy riding the bus, brother. I don't need a jet. But uh,
1: yeah, I, I, to see a major metropolitan city completely shut down is mind blowing. Yeah, it's special. No, I've walked for the past two years, two Yom Kippur's. And the first one I, ha- I didn't really have, like, you know, look, I, I knew a lot about Israel and I kn- knew a lot about Judaism and stuff, not the depth that I do now, since learning from the rabbi. But. Uh, To be here on the first John Kippur, I was astonished. I was completely astonished. The second one, since I know more about it, the second one was just like, I felt more involved. And now this year... I'm, 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 I'm in deep, brother I dug, dug the hole and buried myself, you know But, uh, folks you, You've got to You've got to research this for yourself Educate yourself And then come to Israel, I'm telling you At the grassroots level, we'll take you around Jay will take you, adopt a Safta And we'll take you to some of Jay's events To Shabbat or whatever but you have to get involved with the Jewish state. Uh, not just come here and visit, but get involved with the people at the grassroots level for the time being. This is amazing. So uh, where, where is it normally?
0: The, the, the synagogue that you have. Yeah, I started a, uh, a synagogue specifically for young people, specifically for all these young immigrants from around the world here in Tel Aviv. Uh, Actually, I just built a new website. You we, we put it out there in the world, huh? Yeah, bro. Yeah, so it's, 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 it's 126benyehuda.com, 126benyehuda. Uh, that's the address of the shul, but it's all we made at the address on the web, too. And, uh, yeah, we just got a new rabbi, actually. We're excited wow. about that. young. Yeah, actually, originally a young American guy. Super cool. He was in the Army. He was a paratrooper. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah.
1: That, that right there... When a
0: man is in that position Yeah And has, has gone Oh yeah He's, He doesn't just have his head in the books He's had his head You know In, in, in You know Fighting for the Jewish people uh, No This guy's a tzadnik man This guy's a, a A A plus A plus human being And uh, Right I'm going to give him love right now. Rabbi Shlomo Hain. We're very, we're very proud that it's actually this, actually Michael, I'm inviting you this Shabbat morning, this Saturday morning, we're actually inaugurating him officially in the, in the synagogue. Oh, wow. As the first rabbi in our synagogue in over 30 years. Uh, our synagogue uh, five years ago was pretty much defunct, had a few old Holocaust survivors and had nothing going on. Wow. Me and a few friends came in and revived it. And now we have hundreds of young people bringing life to, to the building. Yeah, it's incredible.
1: Amazing, amazing. We're actually going to get him on the radio show. Oh yeah, love And do an interview with him. I think uh, it's definitely worth noting. So after Yom Kippur,
0: then what? All right. So we we, we, this this starts, you know, in Israel It's not just uh, the high holidays, but really usually most September's month of Elul we have uh, the whole country really shuts down it's not just Yom Kippur with the bikes yeah, everybody goes on because, vacation. yeah because there's so many holidays you know you can't really you know on Jewish holidays here everything shuts down all the banks all the offices so when you have that many holidays you know Rosh Hashanah is two days but then ten days later is Yom Kippur then you got week general weekends and Shabbat where everything's off so pretty much the month just shuts down no one can get anything done so uh, you know our next bi- we have a few, few other things but our next big holiday after that is Sukkot you would right. call it the Feast of the Tabernacles right. which is a freaky term term for me, but it's called Sukkot. It's called Sukkot for a bunch of reasons. It commemorates um, uh, a few things, but you know, it, it's our harvest festival. Uh, it's when it's we kind of like went to the fields, brought in our bounty, and at the time when when, when the Jewish people have uh, their most wealth, because they've collected the bounty from the fields, God says, remember, this wealth, this material wealth, ain't reality. Now leave your house, leave your material wealth, go out into the field, build this temporary hut, live in it for a Week, looking up at the stars wow. and know that the only thing holding the r- world together is me, and the spiritual. The physical is just a manifestation of the f- of the spiritual. Wow. And uh, yeah, yeah, it's it's it's, a, it's an incredible holiday. So, it's actually one. Of, it's also one of our uh, three. <laughs> festivals where we're supposed to go up to the temple, to the temple in Jerusalem to uh, to pay homage, make our sacrifices. It's, yeah, it's big. It's
1: amazing, big. amazing. Yeah, because uh, the past two years I've actually been invited to Roshan uh, to hang out with the Yemen folks there.
0: And, uh, wow, what a time. I in the huts? You've been hanging out in the holy huts?
1: <laughs> Bro, it's amazing. Because here I am sitting with all these old Yemen men. Now, you, Folks, you got to look at a map. I know there's a lot of Americans, they just don't even know what's on a map anymore. But you've got to look at Yemen. It's in the Middle East. Just south of Saudi Arabia. Just south of Saudi Arabia. Actually, one of my first interviews was Joseph Zadok from Holan, who's Yemen, who fought in the in the Pol-Mak. But uh, they invite me to come in, and I sit among all these Yemen. They have all amazing food. And we sit, I sit with the old men and I talk about Torah with them. And they're shocked. They're like, yeah, they, I, I, I can picture it in my head, they got those colorful
0: uh, keepas on. Yeah, and big full full head covering keepas. Yeah. With, like many little turbans. And, and, and they're,
1: they're, they're like laughing at me. They're like, You must be Jewish. You must be Jewish. And I'm like, I'm not. But, and they're like, Well, how do you know Torah? And I always have to say thank you to Mother Gano. And uh, but it's such an amazing time, uh,
0: to be out there and they
1: decorate them with so many decorations and lights
0: on the inside. Yeah, it's one of those holidays, you know. Jews, thank god we don't have that pagan Christmas tree stuff, absolutely. But we, we do bring the kids every year when we Say go. Say again well,
1: from a Jew and a Christian saying, thank
0: god that we do not have pagan holidays like Christmas. It's I, so I, The Christmas tree, yeah, it's uh, it always bothered me, but no. we, we we decorate. We, we decorate our our, our, our sukkahs, our, our holy huts. Uh, the kids come out; it's a lot of fun. They do the whole thing. It's yeah, and and you also use. Palm branches for the roof? Yeah. So the roof, uh, the halacha, the Jewish law, is that the roof needs to be all natural. It needs to be. You need to be able to still see the stars. And so we thatch the roof. We cover the roof with. Typically, it can be lots of things, but traditionally we use palm fronds, palm branches. And there's people that, that actually have them on their balcony. Is that oh yeah,
1: it's yeah, amazing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's... Everywhere on the balcony, down
0: in the yard. And... So what's after that? Uh, so the so the last day. Uh, right after the end of Sukkot is a holiday called Simchat Torah. Simchat Torah, ah, it's celebrating that, the Bible. That's powerful. Yeah, yeah. It's it's the it's the when we're done finishing the cycle. There's 54 portions of the Torah, the five books of Moses, that we read typically one or two each week to get get throughout the year. And Simchat Torah is when we finish. The five books that ends with the end of Deuteronomy ends with the the death of Moses, right? Wow! And uh, we started again with Genesis, Bereshit. and so we're the people of the book, man. We we literally on this holiday dance all night with the, the Torah scrolls Amazing. in the in the synagogues, in the streets. We're dancing all night, man. What other people dance with a book? <laughs> we're crazy, we're crazy Jews, but that's I mean that's how much we we revere. The, the word of God, you know, re, you know that we wrote down as the as the Torah, but you know, obviously the Torah is more than just a scroll and more than just words. It's, right, it's the word of God. It's the it's the map of life. It's it's Absolutely. it's truth. And. Uh yeah, it's the heavy season. Wow. Well, I, I, I mean, I hope we get a chance to come back and talk more about those those holidays when we get closer, huh? No, definitely, yeah. definitely, definitely. We'll, uh, what we'll do is we'll
1: break those down. Yeah. And, uh, you know, go back through each one. And, yeah, you know, I'm, I can't say it enough, man. Yeah. Uh, America and whoever's listening outside the United States, you're going to hear it a thousand times and I say it, it's another beautiful day in the Jewish state, but to see the blessing, the miracle that is Israel after 2,000 years of no homeland, and I tell this to the soldiers all the time, you are defending what your parents, what your great grandparents, your grandparents dreamed and prayed for, which is Zion, a place of refuge rebirthed By prophecy. And uh, if you're an American Jew and you are listening to this, and I hope you
0: are. It is time to leave, and let me say turn, this. Turn the radio off. Now, just turn it off and come home. That's <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's exactly it. I'm it's, gonna... the, it's the best reason to lose a listener, because they decided to come home.
1: Wow, that was
0: awesome. <laughs> <laughs> but then you can come be on the show from this side. So
1: absolutely, you know. absolutely. And talk about how you felt the tug in the pool of the Almighty God calling you to come home. And that is what is most important in this day and age in which we live as the world is showing that mankind's system is about to collapse. Whoa.
0: That's,
1: whoa. Right now, let me me say this, we're almost done. We're almost at the end of the show. Jay, I'm telling you, I see it. We're, We're coming to the end of the time of the Gentiles. Whoa. And soon it will be the time of Mashiach. Whoa. And all of the world will come to Jerusalem, to the Jewish state,
0: and pray in the temple. Uh, I, I mean, wow. the, the Bible says it'll happen, so, you know. Amen. It, it will happen. <laughs> I, I don't know when, but, you know, I'm hoping and looking forward. We're, we're reaching a, a culminating climax. We're definitely getting there. It's
1: amazing. We're on the way. Now, there's folks that are scared, but folks, let me tell you something. we got three minutes. Three minutes. There's nothing to fear as the world system continues to collapse, and wickedness and darkness are pervading the earth. God will keep you if you trust it. And God will keep the Jewish state. I tell the soldiers, the world will burn under Islam, all of the world will collapse in on itself. They're going to set up a one-world government. We're seeing it happen now. The spirit of of of, of anti-God, of anti-Jew, and uh, but there's nothing to fear because God and the Jewish state will win in the
0: Though I walk through the valley of the uh, shadow of death. Uh. I shall fear no evil. Uh, Now, actually, I always, I always understood that to to mean, from a Jewish perspective, why are you not fearing evil, man? I I walk through a dangerous area, you're gonna get mugged, man. Bad things will happen, but there's bad things that happen to you, but there is no evil, because it's God, man. It's all God. There's only one God. It's infinite. Now we
1: disagree on that. Good. Yeah. We disagree on that, and that's gonna be interesting. Listen, we're gonna have some great conversations. On some of the pro- One of the projects you and I are planning on working on uh, Which we're going to focus on how the events of the world And I'm going to do a brief introduction Are going to affect the Jewish state And uh, it's important for you folks to get ready uh, To continue uh, to listen to the radio show And uh, to uh, be ready for stuff we have coming up Which is great Jay, we have two minutes left Can you hang in there with me? I'm with you, brother Is there anything
0: you'd like to say? You know, I mean, if, I, if I can give a shameless plug, but not for me, but for, for the Jewish people and a lot of the work we're doing. Uh, the website for our foundation is is amyisrael.com. It's we're going to a- throw that up at the... Yeah, A-M-Y-I-S-R-A-E-L dot com. Am Yisrael means, means the Jewish nation, the Jewish people, uh, the nation of Israel. And, uh, you know, we're, we're really working hard. We're a bunch of young, hardworking volunteers, by the way. This ain't my job. This is, this is my passion. This is my hobby. This is my uh, tzedakah. My, my charity work, to, to help work with young Jews, talk to them around the world, and just say, come home. We want you. We need you. Amen. It's the easiest time in the world to be a Jew in the land of Israel. There's no more excuses. This is a startup nation. Our, our economy is rocking, and we're winning the wars, man. And the weather's great. Well, not today, but generally <laughs> the weather's fantastic. And we got we got we got great doctors, and we got great food, and we got, we got great people. And uh, you don't need to be a martyr to live here. You know, it's... It, it's 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 a lot of people worry cuz they're so comfortable where they are that they're going to come here and suffer. There's no one suffering here. Amen. They're 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 living good. They're leaving meaning. I'm not saying it's more comfortable here, but it's it's more it's more good. it's more substance. Right. And you'll definitely wake up happier every single day. Cuz I know I have and, I, and I'm blessed for that. Amen. Amen.
1: Jay, I want to say thank you for being on the show. All right, man. Thank you for having it's me. It's an honor. It's an honor. America, listen. Thank you. Thank you for all that you do in using the social media and spreading the word about Insight to Israel and Hershey's for Heroes. Thank you for giving to these soldiers. I, I, I'm telling you, I can't say enough. Thank you, thank you, thank you. This is Michael Gannot with Insight to Israel and Hershey's for Heroes. God bless the patriot conservatives who stand for the Judeo-Christian founded Constitution and Bill of Rights. And God bless Israel in her fight for sovereignty and security. Shana Tova, Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Jay. Thank you, brother. This is AmericasWebRadio.com, the best in chat radio designed just for you. Did you miss a show that you really wanted to hear? All of our programs are available for download on AmericasWebRadio.com and on iTunes. You can listen to your favorite programs on AmericasWebRadio.com
0: anytime you like. You're listening to AmericasWebRadio.com, the pioneer and leader in chat radio.